Ready? Born ready. Typically, when we talk CEO, we, we talk someone that is able to see the broad picture. Uh, this is also someone that is consistent. This is also, and it, it's not necessarily the most knowledgeable person. You want to waste my time? Okay. I call my lawyer. He's such a good lawyer that by tomorrow morning, you're going to be working in Alaska. So dress warm. We back. It's another That's Law Thursday. Welcome, welcome, welcome back. Welcome to That's Law with Attorney Durante Partridge, man. We have a very, very, very special episode for y'all this Thursday. Thank everybody for rocking out with me and just listening to the pod over the last couple of weeks, man. Numbers are crazy. Appreciate you guys for checking in, subscribing, sharing. Uh, liking my post on Facebook and everything and, and Instagram and all of that, man. We appreciate it. Um, we back. We back again with another episode. Uh, look, before we get started, of course, we got to put the disclaimer out there. This is for entertainment and information only. This is not legal advice. Uh, I'm not your lawyer, but we are available to be hired. Hit us up. Lions Den Legal. But uh, let's get right into it. We're going to talk about tonight. Uh, we we sort of touched on it before when we talked about the Rockefeller situation with Jay-Z and Dame Dash and, you know, how how that whole thing worked out and what Dame could do and couldn't do. And, uh, you know, kind of went back to the drawing boards and was like, well, we, we could touch on this a little bit more. Not necessarily speaking about Rockefeller, but what should we do when we're getting into a partnership, you know, with friends, family, or just in general? When we, we're about to enter into a uh, new business and we want to bring in partners or people that we want to work with, what does that look like? Uh, I have a number of clients who operate in that space, uh, who have been faced with these challenges, uh, who have jumped into business without coming to me first, and now they're trying to get out of them. So how does that look? What should you look for? And, you know, what? how does that go? Um, and... and after I talk and give sort of an overview as it relates to that, we got a very special guest here today. Um, yeah, very, very special guest as it relates to this topic. Uh, one of my clients who is here, who's going to speak on this topic as well, and, and we'll introduce them later in the show. But let me let me jump right into it. Let me give a little bit of an overview as it relates to what I want to jump into. So let's say you got a friend or you have a person that you guys have been talking and you want to get into a business with them. How, how does that work? What should you be looking for? Um, how should that be structured, so to speak? And before you guys jump into it and spend any money and all of that, I think first and foremost, you need to understand whether or not you can work together. What is that person's personality like? Are they crazy? Are you crazy? If something goes left and you guys have a disagreement, what does that look like? How do you guys handle yourselves in that situation? And I think that's, you know, first and foremost, the most important thing. Can I get along with my business partner? Whether or not we're starting a LLC corporation or just entering into a general partnership, can I get along with that other person? You know, what is their personality? Uh, is this person a person that has a common goal? as me as well as it relates to the business. 
Some people just like to do business just to flex on the gram, so to speak. Some people, you know, want to get into business to make money. Some people don't really care about making the money. Some people, again, just want to either flex or just say, hey, I, I have a business. So what does that look like? You know, you have to talk and have to come to some sort of understanding as it relates to that and, and figure that out. So I, I think those are two nuggets outside of legal that are very important to, you know, really pay attention to. But let's jump into some legal stuff as it relates to this. So obviously, when you're starting a business, uh, we are pro-contract. You know, how does that look? What does the contract have? What should it include? And, you know, these are some common questions that clients have for, for us when they come to us to talk about, hey, we want to start this business and I have this business partner. So how should we do this thing? And, you know, what I typically my advice as it relates to that is to, you know, again, go through that checklist. Can y'all get along? Are y'all going to be able to work with each other? And, you know, do you guys have a common goal? Okay, yeah, great. So let's move forward to the next step <clears throat> with regard to starting the partnership. Once we figure out the type of entity we're going to form, um, what are the rules as it relates to that entity? Have you all talked about that? And typically the answer is no, or typically they have talked about it at some to some extent, but not you know very much so in depth. So I ask a couple of follow-up questions as it relates to that. <clears throat> so I ask a couple of follow-up questions as it relates to that. Um, you know, for instance, who is going to handle the money? And that's typically a question that, you know, uh, typically ra raises the eyebrows and, you know, people start to look at the, the, themselves <laughs> and the other partner and say, well, we hadn't really talked about that. Should should one person handle the money versus the other? And I always tell clients, look, whoever's stronger as it relates to that, that's who should do it. You know, when we're talking about defining roles within the company, um, everyone is familiar and, and throw out the titles of CEO, president, CFO, things like that, but don't necessarily know what they mean. So we have to start digging into that to understand what those terms mean and start to allocate those terms and roles as it relates to the strong suits for the different people that are involved with the company uh, with regard to partners. So that's that's one thing, and probably one of the most important things once we've gotten over that hurdle that you all can work together and are interested in moving forward with this business. So once we get through understanding what roles are and defining roles, the next question is, well, how do we run the business? What does that look like? Who, you know, will do the admin work? Who will, you know, provide the service or create the product and things like that? And, and typically that's, that's pretty much straightforward uh, in most situations. If you have a product or service, typically you have either one or both parties that, you know, are able to contribute as it relates to that. Uh, so that's, that's straightforward and that's easy. So then one last thing that I try to take clients to is, well, let me ask this. If you guys have a disagreement or want to terminate the business, how does that look? Who gets what in this situation? And clients start to look at me a little bit more strange because right now this is sounding more like a relationship or a marriage. And I tell clients that all the time. It 
essentially is. You know, you're entering into a marriage or a relationship with this person that goes beyond that of just surface level. You really have to dig into this. So I want to spend a little time here as it relates to dissolving companies and, you know, kind of going through that breakup process, if you will. Um, in most situations as it relates to that, you want to draft uh, for LLC an operating agreement or for a corporation, your bylaws, uh, or for a partnership, a partnership agreement. But it would outline that information. So what does happen in this situation? And, and I think that's, you know, very important to discuss with your partner. Uh, for instance, if your partner decides that I just want out, I don't want to do this anymore, um, how should we move forward? It could be a situation similar to that, <laughs> going back to that, that Rockefeller situation where Dame Dash, who wants out, and doesn't want to be a part of Rockefeller anymore, is able to then sell his third of the company to someone outside of the company. And that person can come in and be a part of the company. Or if you're able to set it up up front and you don't want that to be a scenario for you down the line, you're able to come to an agreement to state, well, if you leave the company, either the company will cash you out and the person that remains will continue with the company, or, um, you know, the shares will roll up into the company. And again, that that one person will own the full company uh, with maybe like a royalty payment or something along those lines uh, down the road. So it, there's, you know, various ways to handle it. But nonetheless, it's very important to consider uh, how do we dissolve if we want to or if someone wants to leave, how does that look? So those are very important things to look at w with regards to starting a business and dissolving a business and working through a business. Um, and last thing that I'll say as it relates to this topic is make sure that once you guys figure out how that looks, have a professional draw up that document for you. Um, get a lawyer. Spend that little bit of money up front because down the line, if you wait and you don't do it, it costs a lot more to get out. And I know that's a little bit cliche as it relates to um, the specifically the legal community uh, with regard to saving money up front. But it's true because, you know, spending four or $500 up front, you know, can save you headache from spending thousands later uh, when you're trying to get out of a partnership or out of a business with a person and the relationship just went south. Um, I have plenty of clients now who have gone through that. I've had plenty of clients in the past that have gone through it. And to be honest with you, litigation is not cheap if it does go that route. Um, and even before you get to litigation, just kind of figuring out, you know, in a marriage, you know, when you go through the divorce process, who gets the drapes, who gets the pictures and things like that. But if you have a company, you know, same thing or an office, you know, who, who does gets the, the artwork from the wall? You know, if, if such and such bought it or partner A bought it or partner B, how do we separate this stuff? And then with the name specifically, how does that look? Who has ownership of the name? How do we move forward, you know, with the company, you know, as it relates to that, if I want out and the company, for instance, has my name in it or I came up with the name, how does that look? Who owns it? So, you know, all of those things have to be considered when you're talking about getting into a partnership. And it's very important um, 
before you engage in that. So just make sure you got all your bases covered as it relates to that. Um, so that's that's pretty much the overview. I'm going to transition a little bit now and bring on my guest. It's a very special guest, as I told you guys before. Um, it's a current client. Uh, just overall great person. And I'm saying all of this because this is the head honcho of Just Eldridge Media. Eldridge Washington joins me right now. <coughs> Welcome to That's ready? Law, sir. Born ready. What up, what up, what up, what up, what up? What's up, man? Hey, man, I was just sitting here listening, and I was like, dang, man. If I would have had some of this information you were giving <laughs> before, like, <laughs> I would be better off in life. <laughs> this man said in life. Wow. No, I believe that. I believe that. Um, That's real. So, to all the listeners out there, again, this is for entertainment. This is, He's not your lawyer. He's mine. He can be your lawyer, and I suggest that he is your lawyer because he is really good Shameless at, plug. at doing lawyer things. <laughs> um, But, like, yeah, man, so let's talk about this. Okay. Because I, I know now you're, you're looking to start a new business or maybe get into a, a new business where there's a partner involved. Right. And I know that we've talked about it a little bit and, you know, what does that look like and how should it go? But uh, let's let's kind of on the pod, man, for the pod, for the people, just kind of unpack a little bit, you know, as it relates to what you got going on, not getting into anything proprietary, but. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we, we, we can talk about it. So cool. um, those that do know me, if you don't know me, I have two companies, uh, one, Just Elders Media, which is our podcast production company. Um, my more seasoned company um, is my consultancy, mm. where I consult with small businesses, nonprofits, everything from branding, video production, marketing strategies. Right. Kind of what I did was literally take all of my knowledge from any business I've ever had that worked or failed, and I sell that information. Makes yep. sense. That's what I'm doing. Okay. <clears throat> But in real life, I don't love it. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> so, real life, you in, don't love it. In but... real life, I don't love it, but I've seen an opportunity. I have a friend that she is into the agent. Like, she reads all the agency books. Okay. Like, I don't necessarily want an agency, but I'm getting enough work and clients that I could form an agency, if that makes sense. Absolutely. But that ain't my goal. But I don't want to leave the money on the table. Right. Because for, for a minute, I was actually trying, and I told you this, I was trying to sunset the consultant business. Right. And go fully over here. Right. But it's too much money on the table. So I got a friend, she does this. She reads all the agency books. Mm -hmm. She loves it. Right. And now we're in conversation of merging. Okay. And starting a completely new entity. Okay. Um, so, yeah. But I, I also have um, what they call it, a PS, uh, PS uh, post-traumatic, uh, <laughs> you know, I have that. PTSD. PTSD. Yeah. <laughs> I have PTSD. I have partnership PTSD. Partnership PTSD. That's a new one. We got to trademark that one. <laughs> like. For sure. I do because I have been in businesses where 
your partner can literally, and depending on how you set it up, because mm-hmm. both of these partnerships I set up without the guidance and insight of my new counsel. So if they fall off, your business fall off. Everything you put into, everything you worked on, right. they could sabotage it. They could filibuster mm-hmm. it and sit on it. So, you know, I'm like, ah, this honestly might be one of the best partnerships that I could ever start. Right. Other than me and Keith. Right. Shout out to Keith. Right. You know, um, but what me and Keith got, you don't find it. That's like rare shit. Oh, like, it's totally rare. Like totally rare. You don't find shit like that. So I only I'm not even counting that. Right. But this partnership right here could be really good. We we are the opposite of each other. We respect what we both bring to the table. That's key. And that hasn't been the case in a lot of situations I've been in. Um but I don't know where to start and how to start. And I want to protect myself and my energy and my time. Right. Meaning I want to be, if I get in this, how do I get, it's almost like it's scared because it's like I'm marrying it. It's like, it's a business partner prenup. Right. Exactly. That's, that's a very good way to phrase it and coin it because that's what it is. Essentially. You're, you're planning for the worst. Right. In this situation. So how do, how do we go in and plan for the worst effectively? And often that's the elephant in the room because no one wants to talk about it. But it's always in the back of the mind of how will this look if this thing goes left. You know my favorite question that I ask partners? My favorite question now. You want to be CEO? Fair question. Because that starts the conversation. Absolutely. That starts to, like, we got to start dividing this pie. Right. It's, a, it's an icebreaker, and you get to know right out of the gate, okay, is this person going to be a dominant and wants to be, you know, at the top of the food chain, so to speak, as it relates to this company, or do they want to deviate that to me? So, all right, who should be CEO based off of personalities, characteristics, attributes? Who should be CEO? I can tell you why I typically don't be CEO. I think typically when we talk CEO, we, we talk someone that is able to see the broad picture. Uh, this is also someone that is consistent. This is also, and it, it's not necessarily the most knowledgeable person as well, because you can have all the knowledge in the world with regard to what you're doing, but still not have those CEO qualities. So that person that's most consistent has that broad perspective and is able to vis- vision that's a visionary and able to see the company through the vision and navigate the company, you know, towards that vision that you guys set mutually. So that that's who I would select. Okay. So I think I have a lot of CEO attributes, but that sounds like one of those things that everybody should say about themselves. Absolutely. It does. But the reason why I don't take CEO a lot of times, most companies I've been a part of, I became the COO one. Okay. I am really good with logistics and operation. Which is a necessary quality for that, for sure. Uh, I'm really good with that. But two, I'm never going to get lost in the sauce. Okay. And I feel like people egos are there lurking in the darkness Mm -hmm. of every partnership. And I try to avoid triggering it. You know what I mean? Sure. So I've been cases where I took CEO. Like I mean, with Spendify, I definitely should have been the CEO. A spinify, in my opinion. Too shy. Um, yep. But I know 
my partner at the time, I felt like he would have worked harder mm. if he had that position. Okay. I can see that. Like ego and pride would make you go hard if you say I'm the CEO of this thing. Absolutely. So a lot of times I've made, in my opinion, not good business decisions just to make stronger part what I feel is start stronger partnership. Stronger. I see. I think I um to make the partnership strong, mm. what I thought was making it stronger, I didn't take it. So what is picking the wrong CEO, mm. how does that hurt your company? I mean, it like I said, if, if that person is not able to drive the vision and drive the, the company towards the vision, then you lack direction. Does it matter if you're 50-50 partners? It it doesn't. I think that's the I think that's the part where I I talk to clients typically to get them out of that whole mind frame of CEO, COO, and titles, right? I think it what's important is that you understand more of what the role should be before we start to assign those titles. Because if I know what my role is and how to work my role, and that's my strong suit, then I have no issue with doing what I have to do on a daily basis for the company, right? right. But when we start to talk CEO or COO or all of these different acronyms, people have what their perception is of what this means, right? So if I'm talking CEO and I have, and I'm disregarding what my role is, then I might look at myself like, shit, I'm Richard Branson or something. You know what I mean? Right. So here's how I should operate. Or I'm Steve Jobs, so here's what I should do. And motherfuckers start coming in with black turtlenecks and jeans every day. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then it, you, you just get off Dang. base of what you should be doing on a daily basis and on a consistent basis as it relates to that role. Because now you're trying to overcompensate because I got this title of CEO. Right. So we talk about our roles and what we're going to do based off our strengths. Mm -hmm. What does that partnership agreement look like? What are the key ingredients that should be in this entree of a contract? Everything that y'all talk about. Reducing it to writing. Even, even those tough conversations or whatnot as it relates to, okay, well, you're not that strong in that area. So this is what you really should be doing. And coming to that agreement and documenting whatever that agreement is after you guys have agreed upon that ver verbally. I think that's, a, that's how I'm going to start every partnership. I'm like, what do you suck at? That's, it's, it's probably the most effective way to do it. Because if, let's say we, we start a business together, but we share the same strengths and weaknesses. We're the same person, essentially, in this business. Right. So the shit ain't going nowhere. Right. You know what I mean? So maybe this partnership won't work as is, although I'm a lawyer and you operate in a consulting space and everything that you do, maybe, you know, we're frying burgers or whatever. You know what I mean? Right. But shit, maybe we just both just know how to fry burgers really well, but we don't know shit about the business of moving food. So how does that look? We need somebody else to come in and help us navigate in that area, in that arena. So if we can understand that in the beginning and set that out in the beginning, it just makes it much easier to move forward. Do you have like a price range um, as it pertains to like, yo, we need to invest in starting this right. Mm -hmm. Bring legal counsel in in the beginning to help us set it up, contract, price range, not nothing set in stone. Right, right, right. Be prepared to pay from here to here. Um, At minimum, 
five hundred to a thousand dollars. Consult with a lawyer. <laughs> Which is, which is in the grand scheme of things, that's a little bit. That's that's, that's, that's on the low side because you're gonna have a lawyer that's gonna charge anywhere from two hundred dollars an hour up to you know four five hundred dollars an hour. You know, on the high end. You right. know what I mean? So, at the very least, if you sit down with the lawyer, have a consultation or a discovery meeting, right? That lawyer should be able to hear from all the parties that are involved and give information you know, in response to what's being said at that meeting. And then it makes it easier to navigate, you know, drafting up that agreement from there. So you're paying essentially for a consultation and then subsequently for that agreement. So your partnership, and I'm asking for myself, like this is like real question. Like I think LLC is the thing that people just go to. Yeah. But how do you, How? what's the best way to determine? We should be a incorporation. We should be an escort. Like, it really depends. There are a lot of variables that go into that. Uh, LLC is probably the go-to because it's a little bit more straightforward and people understand it with regard to the liability protection, right? So that helps in that perspective. Uh, but you also have the opportunity to do like a joint venture where with the joint venture you can incorporate it or file an LLC for it. Uh, or you can incorporate the company if you plan later on, you know, to go public with it and uh, have stocks and shares that people can buy into the company and everything as well. So it, it just really depends um, on a number of variables as it relates to the company and just kind of what that vision is from the outset, you know, moving forward. But if at any time uh, you do start an LLC or start out an LLC, you can always go back and uh, convert. Restructure. Right. You can restructure and convert that LLC to a, a corporation. So you always have that flexibility to do that. All right. All right. All right. Well, for me, uh, I mean, that's, I'm going to be calling you. Of course. And, I, and I'm telling everybody else, like, because I'm actually about to start two new ventures um, with two different people. And uh, okay. I'm going to be looking forward to um, doing it right because I've done it wrong before. Right. And I've been in a situation where I didn't take heed to this. So. I'm telling everybody that's listening on the sound of my voice, check out the Lions Den or get ate by the hyenas. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's a good one. That's a drop. That's a drop. I like that one. Okay. But now, for sure, man, I mean, you know, the thing about it um, is uh, it's it's just better to be safe than sorry. You know what I mean? Because, you know, we I, I navigated you through that. Uh, Spendify situation, the end of it. And I mean, we know how that went. That wasn't a quick resolution. <laughs> but there were a lot of things, you know, that that were small, you know, from from a grand scheme of things and whatnot that, you know, we had to figure out and go through and, you know, just kind of back and forth with regard to the lawyers. So, you know, the lawyers were happy, you know, because we ate, you know, really well off of that or whatever, the, the email, the $100 emails and stuff like that. But, you know, it, it's just – it's just better to be safe than sorry. So that that's the overall advice. You know what I mean? Cool. Hey, appreciate so yeah, it. So let's talk. I'll send you the uh, the bill. And see, and that's how we do it on That's Law. We we have our guests who sit in and, you know, they get some of this advice, but then we send them a bill afterwards because what just happened and what you guys experienced is that I just gave value to my client yeah. on the show. So we're going to send them a bill. And and they're gonna put this 
podcast out for you guys and continue to distribute. So it's it's a win-win for me. Uh, shout out to the Lions Den and, and Lions Den Legal, man. And, and just others. So uh, moving right along. I better call my housekeeper. I gotta call my lawyer. Can I make a phone call to my lawyer? That sound good? I want to check with my attorney. Don't read me no charges, call my lawyer. I said I need a lawyer. So it's that time in the show, y'all. Y'all know we take a question or two every week. Uh we got a question. Sounds like yes, sir. Yes, what, sir. What's the question today, Keith? Uh, this question is from Caleb Duke. Shout out. Uh, actually, it's about business partnership. Hey. It says, when starting a business with a partner, what is the best practice to breaking a tie in a fifty-fifty partnership? Good question, Caleb. Nah, very good question because that that happens often. You know, where you have fifty-fifty um, partners in a company and they're not always going to see eye to eye, but it goes back to that agreement that we have discussed and that we discussed with Eldridge, um, figuring out that tiebreaker. And there are a lot of different ways to do it. So there's not one method. It can either be a situation where in that agreement, uh, one partner or the partners take turns as it relates to tiebreaking. Right. That that can be an example of of tie breaking uh, in other situations. If you have people that you hire to manage the company or help run the company, they can you know be given limited permission to have input as it relates to breaking the tie in a, in a particular situation. Um, in the event that you have a third partner that also helps with respects to breaking the tie. So there, there are several different ways to do it. It's just really about uh, coming to an agreement with your partner up front and having that, you know, in the in whatever partnership agreement or operating agreement or corporate bylaws that you guys have, uh, having that outlined accordingly as it relates to that. So there's not one way to do it. It's, it's really, you know, about being creative and, and being fair as it relates to being partners. So that's you know, pretty much the answer as it relates to that. So very good question. And, you know, again, it's just about having that dialogue. We're going to wrap it up right now. Uh, I I hope you guys really took your notes this time. Uh, I ask you guys to take notes every time we have a pod. But I really hope you guys took notes this time, especially if you're going to embark on that journey of starting a business with a partner. Um, make sure just to recap that you know who that person is and you guys have personalities that mesh at the very least so that you can work together. Make sure that you seek an attorney early on to draft out whatever agreements you need with regard to the partnership and to get the business started on the right foot. And again, it's better to be safe than sorry. So do what you have to do. And remember... As always, it's not opinion, it's not facts, it's law. That's law. Appreciate y'all for checking us out again. That's Law Thursday. We're out. Peace. There's such a good lawyer that by tomorrow morning, you're going to be working in Alaska. So dress warm.